Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hi, hello. We're live. Excellent. Um, hi, I'm a person. You're a person. So, together, let us be people. Um, I've had an interesting past 24 hours. Um, I'm just going to get right into it. Uh, I was kicked off the schedule for my part-time job at Instacart as a shopper, uh, doing, uh, due to a pending background check, uh, which kind of threw me off because before I started working for the company, they did a background check and... It went through because I was working for the company for two months. So randomly, a couple, two days ago, it said I had a background check pending, and you know, it said it 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 didn't no no red flags came. It didn't tell me you know, hey, blah blah blah, you're fired. It just said we're letting you know because of the the you know we have to by law that we're looking into your background. And I thought, great, cool. I, you know, I already gave you permission uh, two months ago, but sure, uh, jump on in. And um, I got an email later that day telling me that they had found something on my record, which uh, did not vibe well with Instacart, apparently. And I had to explain what happened, uh, explain what the outcome of the charges were, and also give references of current and past employers that I've I've been able to work, or that I, I you know I have worked, and that I'm you know basically asking me about my integrity. So that being said, I checked the background report, um, the the copy that they gave me, and I found a trespassing charge from 2014. Now, for anyone who's um, alive right now today, it's uh, 2020, and uh, I mean, the charge was November 14th, 2014, Uh, so that's about six years later, Uh, and I know for, you know, personal experience that the charge, you know, the, 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 the offense most likely happened a year before that. So we're talking 2013, I did something stupid, and 2020, I have to explain to an automated email what the hell happened. So um, initially, I got upset. I got like, I went, you know, <laughs> asked my girlfriend, <clears throat> I get into these weird, angry, self-destructive little kind of uh, cycles, and it, it, it hit me um, last night. Uh, my heart rate increasing, you know, like, you know, who the fuck are they? Seven, six years ago, what? I have to explain myself? So let's, let's, let's talk about it. Um, so the, the, the criminal offense was a trespassing charge. And, um, yeah, uh, it was a trespassing charge. That's. That's pretty much it. Uh, let me tell you the story of what happened that night. So, 
Um, a friend of me and a friend uh, had known about a abandoned house in the area. Uh, we were, you know, urban explorers at the time. I used to love checking out abandoned factories, buildings, houses. I used to love going around the decay. You know that that that, that mildewy kind of smell. I actually kind of like it. Uh, we used to take pictures. We used to just, you know, experience good things that humans have built crumbling back into earth and nature taking over. Um, in high school, I was very into um, art, uh, really into photography, and that that followed me out of high school into adulthood and even today. Um, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll share my link to my Reddit page. Uh, where you can check out my my images. I don't use Instagram anymore or Facebook. I'm too cool. But uh, I still do uh, explore urban areas and take pictures. Um, my 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 brothers do it as well, and it's it's always been an amazing adventure. Uh, so on this fateful night back in 2013, uh, me and a friend checked out an abandoned house. And first, we were, at, we were outside. It was, it, was probably, it was starting to turn dusk. We were outside taking pictures, and we noticed the back door was open. Uh, you know, nothing was boarded up. It was just, you know, ajar, basically. And we were able to, to, to walk in without even touching the back door. That's how open it was. That led us into the kitchen. And there were still plates and dishes. It was as if... Someone had died and left all their stuff behind. That being said, it also looked like 500 tornadoes came through there and a couple earthquakes. Everything was destroyed. There was mud and wet and shit everywhere. It was a hell house. Great for taking pictures. Horrible to, to, to stay in for probably more than 20 minutes at a time. Uh, I can imagine the mold in that place was horrific. So... We took a couple pictures, we hung out, we looked around, we didn't go upstairs, you know, uh, or downstairs, the basement was horribly creepy, I remember the stairs to that place, you know, those, it's like a, a house built in the, um, the in 1900s, uh, maybe eight, maybe late 1800s, so the, the basement's really just a hole in the ground with a couple boards for steps, uh, terrifying, never went down there. Upstairs, however... Um, it, the stairs again did not, I, I mean, to my memory did not look promising. So I, I didn't, I didn't try, I didn't go. So, you know, after, after about, you know, maybe 15, 20 minutes of just standing there, we left. Mind you, I spent a total of maybe 40, 50 minutes at this house. It wasn't, there wasn't that much to explore and see. Uh, and I probably only got like three or four, uh, pictures uh, worth. So after that, we had we had left, and I, I noticed there was a there was a cop um, down the street next to my car. So as we as we approach, uh, I can hear the the officer trying to figure out whose car it is. Uh, I approach him. I, I I you know tell him who I am and how I can help him. And you know I was illegally parked, I guess, on a sh- up the road a little bit. And uh, after a couple questions, I explained what I was doing there, and that's when the crime was committed. 
uh, I probably could have just simply said I was walking down the street, whatever. But I, I admitted to the cop that I went into the house, and that was the crime. The officer told me you can't just walk into houses even though they look like they're going to be demolished tomorrow. Uh, so after uh, questioning us again and again and again, uh, the officer thought we were possibly stealing or squatting. I don't know what. Um, oh, stealing. I know that. So a crime scene unit <laughs> was uh, called, and they, they checked the house. Uh, the copper wire was already way gone before we got there. The only things left in the house was seriously piles of trash. But I saw the crime scene unit bus driving right by going to the house. At this point, there were probably six cop cars, uh, you know, 12 cops, you know, doing their thing, walking around, you know, trying to figure out what's going on, uh, really bullshitting with each other. And I was taken away in handcuffs along with my friend. Now, it, it, after going to court, to court it, it, didn't, it didn't matter what the story was. What mattered was this is a small town, and they need to make their money. Uh, at least this is my perspective. Uh, this is a small town. Uh, my lawyer tried to get in the charges dropped, and it's probably like a year later, and the township was not budging with, with how they wanted to proceed with the, the conviction. So my lawyer convinced me if I just um, plead guilty... It would be a, a disorderly person's offense, and you pay $163, $33 in court uh, cost, and you're out of here. It's done. So after talking with my lawyer, I, I thought that was the, the best move. Let's just stop. Let's, let's, let's not fight this. I, I'm ready to, to be done with this. So with my lawyer's advice, I talked to the judge, and I told him, uh, yes, I'm guilty. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, I, I, I'm ashamed. And got my bill or my fines, uh, went, paid it, and it was done. Fast forward, um, you know, seven years later, and, and, and here I am reliving it again, talking about it again, and trying to explain to Instacart why it happened. Now, maybe I'm wrong, and maybe I'm just wired up on some caffeine right now, but it's a nonviolent offense that happened when I was much younger. So, wait, wait, yeah, what the fuck? Do, am I going to have to explain this the rest of my life? Uh, short answer to that is no. I'm talking to my lawyer. I'm going to get everything expunged off my record so this does never happen again. But, um, I mean, back to, the, back to Instacart. And, and I'm, you know, I'm not sorry for name dropping because Instacart has made millions during this pandemic. Their company blew up because of this pandemic. They pay me, an in-store shopper, $12 an hour. And you might be thinking to yourself, wow, that's a good price for shopping. And you're right. It's, it's, it's a mindless task that I can do hungover and half asleep. Um, $12 an hour, and I can only work a max 29 hours. So it's, it's, it's part-time no matter how hard I try. 
anyone who's ever lived in America understands that um, $12 an hour is, is, you can't live off of that, especially if you can only work 29 hours. We're talking a max of like $300 a week, including rent, cell phones, electric, other bills, gas, car maintenance. I'm left with like $50 after, after, after shopping for food. I only live with my girlfriend, and we're both young working professionals, but still, it is, it's hard to survive off of that kind of money. Uh, that being said, I'm, I'm also, I've, this entire time working for Instacart, have been looking for better jobs, uh, better paying jobs, more suitable and sustainable jobs. Uh, Instacart was just kind of like the, the means to an end rather than a career decision. And it's a, it's a gig job, you know? So this company that has made millions during the pandemic who won't classify me as an employee, basically, and that this way they can skip out of giving benefits and they can really fucking rape you with, with, with how much they don't pay you. So all that being said, me getting kicked off the schedule abruptly in the middle of the week, especially at the, this is the end of the month. I'm recording this on the 30th of October, which means I have rent due in two days. The other, all my other bills, luckily, have already come out. I've already paid for. I do have a credit card bill coming up on the 16th, however. In the email that I got from Instacart, it said, explain yourself. What were the, the what was the, the findings in the court? Give me your references. Tell me you're sorry. Repent, repent, repent. And in the bottom, it said, give one to two weeks as we are trying to catch up with, I guess, how many people they're putting on hiatus as they figure out if we're decent humans. Two weeks. You abruptly kick me off the schedule and then kick me off for two weeks where I can't make my shitty 40 bucks a day. What? Wait. I'm an in-store shopper. I understand if, if this was a violent offense. I understand full-heartedly. Look into that. Figure out what's going on. Don't you dare judge that fucking person. But try and figure out what's best for the safety of coworkers or your customer. I completely agree with that. I really do. Nonviolent offenses, however... I am an in-store shopper. I don't really talk to anybody. I put my headphones on, listen to my podcasts. It's basically a mindless meditation for a few hours a day. I don't have access to, to money. I don't have access to people's homes. I'm not delivering things. I'm simply putting milk into a paper bag and slapping a label on it. Two fucking weeks no warning, kicked off the schedule. At this point, I don't want to work for Instacart anymore. You have left such a bad taste in my mouth. I am ashamed of you, as I'm embarrassed that I have to explain myself all these years. So, 
all this bitching aside, should we allow companies to continue to act like this? Or are we, the working class, and I'm talking to myself and I'm talking to, God forbid, if anyone does listen to this podcast someday in the future, I'm talking to them because I, I, I guarantee you no executives and, and CEOs are listening to my shit. Working class people are. Should we allow companies to continue to, 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 to move like this, to act like this, to treat us like this? Instacart needs its shoppers. That's how it exists. But you're not going to pay them a decent wage and then make them jump through hoops because of something they did when they were 20? Mind you, I'm 32 now. A 32-year-old making $12 an hour in a pandemic. Yes. I, 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 I would classify myself as struggling. I don't blame Instacart for my life choices. I don't. I made those choices, they were my decisions, and I've dealt with the consequences. I paid my fines, I've done my time. I did a year of probation, which means if you get in trouble during probation, boom, you go to jail. I didn't go to jail. I, 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 I repented, I, I paid for my sins. Should we allow this to continue? There is no fair labor laws at all in this country. There's just class struggle. Why, even if it's a mindless job, would you not want to take care of your employees? Why would you basically make it slave labor? I work at Instacart not because I want to, because I have to. I have to work at Instacart because I needed to pay bills. Instacart, there's plenty of people they can hire, so they don't care. They don't care about me. They sure as hell don't fucking care about you. I got an automated response when I emailed Instacart about what was going on because I was shocked last night. I was so shocked, it took me hours to wind down. I was so shocked, I texted my mother. My mother. So when I reached out to Instacart, I got an automated response. It had someone's name on it, some fucking Greg guy. But Greg didn't fucking write this. It was an automated email response. They don't have the, they don't have the time. They don't have the time to talk to you about it. They want you to jump through their hoops... For what? It's a nonviolent offense, guys. It was a disorderly person's. I shouldn't even have to disclose that to you. Now, that being said, the original charges were felonies because, hey, man, New Jersey, <laughs> bend on over. But they were downgraded to disorderly persons. I shouldn't have to tell you about that. I shouldn't have to. And I agree with safety for people, and I agree with keeping the workplace a happy workplace and keeping customers safe. I do. This is not doing that. 
This has nothing to do with that. This is them flexing their power. Not only do they flex their power with how little they pay you and how little you are as a human, but they make you jump through hoops. I don't get benefits. I can't get overtime. My sick leave isn't paid for. My sick leave that they give you in Instacart is basically hours that if I cancel a shift won't hurt against me because I have attendance points. You fucking cowards. Yeah, I'm a little agitated from this whole event, which is why I'm making it public. I'm going to make this public because I want other people to hear not just my story, but hear others' stories. I guarantee you there are countless stories like this, not just with Instacart, with all the major corporations of people still having to answer for past mistakes, even if they're seven years later. A person can do a lot in one year. But seven years? I don't want to go back to work for Instacart. In fact, I'm not going to. I would like an apology. That's all I want. I don't want money from you guys. I don't want to work for that company anymore. I want a human to say they're sorry. Hey, I'm sorry for for bringing that up. Hey, I'm sorry for not reading the report and seeing it was a disorderly person's. Hey, I'm sorry that we just jumped to conclusions. Hey, I'm sorry that we're overwhelmed with how many conclusions that we're jumping to. That's going to take me two weeks to read your email anyway. Here's your automated response. Instacart, I'm ashamed of you. I feel like you have no place in this world. Unfortunately, the American capitalist system, it, it, you know, you're, you're, you're bred this way. But the rest of the world has no fucking place for you. The progressive world has no place for you. A couple of smart kids made an app where they could shop for people. They profited billions. And this is how they thank you. It's not just Instacart. We treat all these major corporations as if they're people. You know, here at so-and-so, we care about our employees. And we care about the customer, too. I have never worked for a company and ever felt like I'm a part of a company. I have never once. I've worked for Hilton, the best company to work for in America. I didn't feel like a part of the team. I mean, yes, with my team members, the the people I work directly with, I was part of that team. But that's more like a family dynamic than it has to do with a fucking umbrella company. Hilton, with Instacart, they don't care about you. They never will. You're not the product. You're not the dollar. They care about the dollar. We all worship money in this country. And I'm ashamed of it. I've said that like three times already. I'm going to continue to share this story. I'm going to continue to share it 
until it gets fucking heard. We need to wake up as the people. We need to stop giving these companies this kind of power. There's no way that Instacart should have made me get emotional last night. There's no need for that. It benefited no one. No one benefited from that situation. So what was the point? That was a needless interaction in a needless couple of emails and a needless automated response. We need to stop letting these companies do this to us. We are the workers. They need us. Just like we need the company. Why, why won't you help us? Why won't you make us comfortable? Why won't you want us to, to get a, a, a decent wage so we can pay for our, our, our apartments and our houses and, and, and our, God forbid, our kids? I didn't even get into, you know, what if you have a kid? And sometimes silence... Sometimes it feels good. Other times it hurts. Originally, I, I didn't want to have this conversation with anyone, you know? And the more stoic me, the more stoic Sean, he, he would have taken a deep breath and laughed it off because it doesn't matter. Instacart. It doesn't matter. Where I do think it does matter is when people depend on these jobs as lifelines and Instacart pushes you right away. That isn't okay. It's the pandemic year. I blew through my rainy day funds just like the rest of this country, except the top few percent that, you know, can, can, can go to private islands and just to feel normal. It's, you know, it's, and I know what it, we, we get overwhelmed because there's so much that needs to be done that we get overwhelmed with, with, you know, the change. And we, and we just, it's easier to get complacent. It's easier to sit down. It's easier to not worry about it. But the more complacent we get, the more these companies are going to take what they can because profit is always the bottom line. I do love this country because I can do this. I can talk about it. But this makes me want to leave. It makes me want to leave the country. And a, a lot of prideful Americans will go, good, we don't want you. But why wouldn't you want people to be happy and prideful in your country? I think we all have the same 
the same wants and the same understanding. And we all want people to be happy. We all want people to have a comfortable life. We all want kids to eat and get a good education. We need to get back together. If we're going to live in these cities and in these countries, we really need to learn to grow up and think together. Compromise, compassion, understanding. Not I'm right, you're wrong. This 2020 election is taking a toll on me. And like my girlfriend has told me, why? Why? I want to say get out and vote. But I don't think your vote fucking does anything. Every, everything's already done way down the line because profit is the bottom line. They're not going to let people vote. <laughs> That's stupid. That would hurt your profit. The illusion of choice keeps people complacent. But it's an illusion. And the illusion slapped me in the face. So here's one to two weeks to think it over. But fuck. And just to finish... I'm ashamed of a lot of the choices I've made in my, in my past life, but they are past. They are behind me. I cannot change them, and I will always grow from, from them. I'm proud of who I am today. Even though I can be depressed and manic and angry and annoying, I'm still proud of the human I am today because I think I do have compassion. I think I do care. I think I do have integrity. And you can call all my references I think they'll back that one up. Thank you for coming out today. If you uh, take anything from this conversation, please take that. You are, you are worth it. You are fucking worth it. You are a part. You are needed. The companies need you. You don't need the companies. Because when that one goes away, another one's going to pop right back up. Respect yourself. Love yourself. Take that self-worth and make it count for something. I'm going to fight this. (laughs) Against my girlfriend's wishes, I'm going to fight this. Because I want these companies to have a little bit more accountability. I apparently have accountability because I have to account for my actions seven years ago. They need to account for their actions. Treating us like fucking cogs in the machine. Thank you for coming out today. I love you. And I want you to love back. Not me. Love somebody. Give somebody a hug. Give someone some eye contact. Dude, eye contact can be so fucking sexy sometimes. Give someone some eye contact. Stand up straight. And say you love yourself. Give yourself a hug. Sit down. Meditate on it for 10 minutes. Write a fucking paragraph in a book about what you just experienced. Start 
bettering ourselves so we can tell these companies to go fuck themselves when this kind of shit happens. We are the power. We are the people. Have a great afternoon.